Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer this morning. What a great message we have planned as we're looking at the attributes of God. We've seen His holiness. We've seen uh, His faithfulness. Today we'd like to look at the power of God. This is something most people would agree on, most religions, that God has all power, at least most monotheistic. Other religions may divide one God's a God of power, another God's a God of this or that. But in the monotheistic religions, we all agree that God is omnipotent, meaning all-powerful. And we want to look for a little bit at the power of God, because this is so important, my friends. If we miss this, we've missed something so valuable. Look at what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 22. He was speaking to the Pharisees. Now, these were religious people. These were the Jews. These were people who knew the law. They knew they they thought they knew the scriptures. But they were trying to trap Jesus with a tough question about what happens in the resurrection and the next life. And Jesus made a statement that's pretty powerful. He said, You are mistaken, not understanding the scriptures nor the power of God. Folks, in our lives, if we miss out on these two things, we're going to be mistaken. If there's two things you want to know in life, you want to know the scriptures, you want to understand them, and you want to know the power of God, you want to understand it. Of course, there's so much more. Obviously, we want to know his faithfulness. We'll talk about how important it is to know about his love, his justice, his goodness, so many other things. But here in particular, Jesus points out that because they did not understand the scriptures nor the power of God, they were mistaken. How many people do you know who are mistaken in life, their goals, their aspirations, their hopes, the things they attempt to do, their, the things they are believing for, the, the things they've given up on, the things they've resigned themselves to because they don't understand the scriptures and or, and or they don't understand the power of God. Our God is a mighty God. We want to see today briefly four ways he shows his power, okay? Four powerful things he's done. Number one, he shows his power in creation. Romans 1.20, for since the beginning of, for since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes and divine nature have been clearly seen, excuse me, divine power, his invisible attributes and divine power have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made. God's power is understood through what's been made. When God, when Jeremiah was struggling, God took him out in Jeremiah 32, and he said, lift up, look at the heavens, look at the stars. I made all these things. Is anything too difficult for me? If I can make the stars, if I can make the worlds, if I can make the heavens and the earth, if I could make you, if I made the mountains, the rivers, the oceans, if I made everything big like the universe and everything small and delicate like an insect, of course, he didn't know then about DNA like we do now, the incredible complexity of the smallest of things, atoms and so forth, the smallest of things we know in the big things and then the little things, God has shown his divine power through his creation. 
Don't ever doubt the power of the, 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 the God who created the universe and had the wisdom to create the atom, the DNA, and all the, the small, intricate aspects of life. Don't ever doubt the power of our God. Well, he not only created, but he sustains everything. Romans, uh, Colossians chapter 1, verse 27 Excuse me, that's a mistake. Colossians 1 verse 17 says, He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. How does he do it? For he, Hebrews 1 3, 3, For he is the radiance of his glory, Jesus, the radiance of the Father's glory, and the exact representation of his nature, and upholds all things by the word of his power. That's how he does it. God, and more specifically now our Lord Jesus Christ, holds everything together by his power. Imagine, you know, they split an atom and, and create a nuclear bomb. Jesus holds it together right down to that littlest level. He's, he holds it, he's, he keeps the world operating. You know, I've, I've, on, as we've thought about, we've talked here in the past when we were talking about the marvels of creation several months ago, about how your mind, your brain is sustaining your body, regulating your blood pressure. You stand up, you sit down, it changes your blood pressure immediately lest you'd faint. It's causing your heart to beat. You're not even thinking about it. Your heart's been beating now. You're not thinking about it. You're not telling it to beat. You're breathing. Your brain is sustaining yourself incredible amounts of information are going on in your body right this second. And if that's, and, and we've compared it to a supercomputer, the amount of data that your brain is processing every single second. Well, imagine what it takes to hold the universe together and every person together. That's the power of God. He's upholding it. He's sustaining it by the word of his power. But he also shows up by his mighty miracles. Jesus shows, we, we know the power of God by the miracles. And the one we want to talk about in particular, although Jesus showed miracles by all kinds of physical healing, and I believe he still does today. Don't ever doubt it. But in the greatest demonstration of physical power, physical healing, was the resurrection. Romans 1.3 tells us this, that Jesus was declared the Son of God with power through the resurrection from the dead. Imagine that. Jesus, it, it, it's not like his heart stopped pumping and he got CPR and, and uh, you know, immediately and, and they got it going again. It's not like he went into the hospital and, and had a, a period of time in which they revived him and got his vital signs going again. He was dead in a grave for three days. He was dead in a grave for three days. And God the Father breathed life back into him and raised him from the dead. There has been no greater miracle. Oh, you might argue creation was a greater miracle. Uh, perhaps the first life, you might argue, was a great miracle. The creation of life. All of these, all of these are great miracles. But when Jesus was raised from the dead, if you if do you have one day will be raised from the dead. If you know someone who's died, one day they will be raised from the dead. 
One day you and I will die, and those of us in Christ will be raised from the dead. The mighty power of God to raise Jesus from the dead, to perform miracles of this nature. And then, fine, or fourthly, the power of God seen in salvation. Never underestimate this one. Romans 1.16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The power of God. You know, God's salvation is seen in the lives and in us. You know people who've had dramatic conversions, but every conversion's amazing. We remember two days ago, we saw the holiness of God. We saw that even a prophet like Isaiah, when he saw the holiness of God, would realize, woe is me, I'm ruined, I'm a man of unclean lips. Even his service to God, his speech, he realized was unclean compared to the holiness of God. Folks, there are people we know who have dramatic conversions. They are so lost and so far from God. But let's realize all of us were. All of us were lost. All of us were far from God. All of us were dead in our transgressions and sins, Ephesians 2, 1 and 2, and we were made alive together in Christ, Ephesians 2, verse 7. Brothers and sisters, you and I who have faith in Jesus and have been made alive are miracles. Every habit you every bad habit, every sin, every addiction, every every bad attitude, every sinful attitude, every every bitterness in your heart, unforgiveness, vengeance, hatred in your heart, all of these things, this is the power of God's salvation to trans, not only to save us, to take a lost sinner and to save us, but also to transform us into the very image of God, the power of God. Now, can I tell you something exciting? God showed his power in so many ways. He showed it, like I said, Jeremiah showed him the stars. Nothing's too difficult. He showed his power in Luke 1 to the Virgin Mary when, when she conceived of a baby. Jesus said, and in, in throughout the Gospels, he said, the things impossible with men are possible with God. The exciting thing is, God wants to show his power in our lives. Oh my goodness, how exciting is this? Does not this add a zest to life, to think that God wants to show his power in you? When he was in his own village, it says he could not do many miracles because of their unbelief. That's right. The Almighty God can be limited by the unbelief of people. It's pretty amazing to consider. But what sets forth his power? Look at this. 2 Chronicles 16.9. For the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the earth that he, may, that he may strongly support the one whose heart is completely his. The Almighty God of creation sustaining the universe, raised Jesus from the dead, can save a lost dead soul, wants to show his power in those, you and me, and anyone else, whose heart is completely his. How exciting is that? I can't think of a more wonderful thing in life than to say, God, live your life in me. 
Show your power in me. Be exalted in me. Let the world see the mighty God living in and through me. Amen? Father in heaven, we praise you today as the almighty God. You are omnipotent, all-powerful. There's nothing you can't do. We thank you, Lord, that you can show your power in people who are given over to you. And, oh, God of creation, God who sustains the universe, God who, who raised Jesus from the dead, God who saves lost, dead souls. We pray today, oh, Lord, show your power in us. Help us to have faith in you. Help us to not hold back. Help our hearts to be completely yours. Search us and find us, Lord. Search us like with a spotlight. Find any parts of our heart that we're holding back, that are not trusting, that are not loving you, that are not yielded to you, that are stubborn before you, so that you might have our heart completely yours and that you might show your strength in us. And how we pray, oh God, that people who know us and people who see us and people around us would say, certainly, there is a God who is alive because I see the living God in the life of this person. We give you this day to walk in your way, and we thank you. We yield to you today, and we ask you to fill us with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Oh my goodness, there's, there's so many good verses. Today. And we, I think of my, like we talked about how God sustains the universe. And Psalm 55, the Lord will sustain us. If he can sustain the universe, he certainly can sustain you and me. We look at how these attributes are affecting our lives. So I hope you join me day in and day out as we get into the Word of God. We talk about how the Word affects us. We don't want to just know it in our head. We want to let it work its way in, in and through our lives. So if you're new today, welcome. I'm so glad to have you along. I hope you'll join us. We're here every day live at 8.30 in the morning live, or you can watch later in the day. You can even just listen on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms to the podcast. But I hope you'll join us. Like the video, share, share with your friends, join our community, subscribe, leave a comment, introduce yourself. I'd always like to know who you are and where you're from. So until we meet tomorrow, might God bless you, strengthen you, might your heart be completely His, and might you and I know what it means to be strengthened by the Almighty God. Amen? Well, I love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.